Let's start. We'll do E3 and feedback first. Yeah. Cool. Two feedback beers. first? Yeah. All right. You're not getting too much feedback on, on my mic, though, are you? No, no, he's talking about, like, user yeah, feedback. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, okay. I'm just asking before we start. Oh, no, yeah, no, I can't no, hear no, any so feedback we, we can... at all. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, cool, right. All right. Have you uh, have you fucking hit record, everyone? By the way, yes, I've hit record. Yeah. Good. Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben Noda, and for another week, I'm here with Adokoji. But just for another week. That's it, only one more week. And the same applies to Lucy Ewood. Hello. How are you doing, Lucy? I'm very good, thank you. Good. And how are you doing, Ado? Uh, my eye allergies are acting up, and so I've been yelling... Uh, all day long and scaring the cat because I'm in an empty house. So it's like, oh, my eye is stinging. I'm just going to yell out of frustration, forgetting that there is another mammal who's napping at various places. Has no idea why you're shouting at it. Nice. We're having another E3 week. We came at you last week with a load of predictions and wants from Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. And this week, we're going to cover off... All of the other conferences, we're not necessarily going to go through them as we did with Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo last week. We're just going to pull out what we want, tell you sort of the things that we predict, things that we'd like to see from different conferences. But first, beers, and we're going to come at you with some feedback, because people have written to us to oh, tell I us I thought you meant things. you were going to give the users our feedback on them. On them, yes. Yeah, we're we're going to come at you with feedback. feedback. You guys need um, to write more. <laughs> yeah. Lucy, what are you going to be drinking first? I shall be drinking first a beer called Fruit Loop. And mm. it's from the London Beer Factory. Um, it's not much written on the can. It just says ingredients, mango, water, hops, yeast, malted barley, and malted wheat. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've ever had a beer from these guys, the London Beer Factory. No, I don't think so. I have. No, never even mm. heard of them till today, I don't think so, yeah. Should be interesting. So I've not heard of these these guys before? No, no, no neither have I. Um, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll Google it whilst you're opening your beers, just to see when they opened, when they started. Sure. Good idea. Um, first, I'm going on topic with my beer. I am going to be drinking an Equinot IPA from Black Flag Brewery. Because you're a... A pirate? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, it, is it a pirate thing? Or is well, it good? well, they're from Cornwall. Right. However, it's a very tentative link to, Ubisoft? to Ubisoft's yeah. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. There you go. I thought we you were... found written. ourselves... You're just saying that Henry Rollins was going to make a guest appearance at E3. <laughs> he is. Well, no, he's, he's actually just sat behind me. being very quiet at the moment. That's definitely not true. I mean, he is short no. enough to be hidden by you, um, but he could not hold his tongue. Especially true. if, if people true. were talking about that video game bullshit. <laughs> oh, I can't do a good Henry Rollins. <laughs> so this is um, uh, an 
Equinot IPA, 6.5%. Comes in a small um, 330ml can. I've not had anything from Black Flag before. Uh, they're a Cornish brewer. So we should see what this is like. Adol, what are you starting with? Um, I am a week behind you. So I uh, I got the McKellar Beer 52 uh, Oh, box. yes. So I'm going to be having the McKellar um, Not Just Another Wit Belgian Ale Brewed with Small... Wow, I can't speak. Not Just Another Wit Belgian Ale Brewed with Spices. So it's a Belgian Wheat Ale from McKellar. I won't. Uh, I won't tell you what I thought of that beer. I'll wait till you've you've had it. I thought you meant in general. You're like, it's not gonna <laughs> yeah, tell just you. never going to tell you. Never, uh, Lucy. How hey. is it? How's the beer? Um, first off, uh, get a real deep grapefruit smell from the uh, from the aroma. It's um, it's very hazy. It's, it is very it, light. Yeah, um, it's golden in color. Small. White head, um, but yeah, in terms of its taste, uh, first thing you notice is that you get quite a like a sharp punch. It's a bit sour like, on the first taste, which mm. I wasn't um, expecting. It's it tastes very much like a, a wheat beer. Um, okay. it, apparently, it's a four point one percent mango cream ale. Mm. Um, I guess I guess the texture and the mouthfeel. It, it's not that creamy. It's more. I'd say it's rather the opposite. Um, you know, it's got a little bit of carbonation. It's. It's. I think it's the sourness that just makes it um, quite, quite fresh and quite tart, and it doesn't yeah. feel that cream. Right now, not getting too much of the mango in terms of um, its aroma or or its taste, but yeah, you, you can taste um, like citrus fruits in it though. Especially like the grapefruit that you can smell on the aroma. Yeah, yeah it's strange, strange as, um, you know, you know the, the, as, as an, an actual, actual added fruit, fruit that it doesn't, doesn't come through as much, and, and actually like, like the hops push push it out a little bit. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, it, it's pleasant though. I mean, it, it it's a bit weird when things don't. You know, you, you drink something, it's not quite what it says on the can, but it's still yeah. a fairly decent beer. So, so yeah, it may not be. What it advertises, but it's still a pretty pleasant beer, so yeah, it's nice. Good, good, good. This, this um, a Q or not IPA, IPA. I've, I've had, had uh, an Q or not IPA before from Colonel, and it was, it was very, very pleasant, pleasant, very nice, nice beer uh, from Colonel, very balanced. And this is really similar, obviously, it's a, a really similar taste mm. to that one. This one's maybe got a little bit more of a. Um, like a dankness, dankness to it, almost. It's it's got a very very light sort of tropical smell, kind of a little bit fruity. Not not, not you know uh, maybe a little, little bit more berry than than tropical actually on the, on the nose and on the, the taste, taste is very similar. But you kind of get that that dank sort of weedy smell, sort of almost hovering in the background, both on the nose and in the taste. But it's a very pleasant beer. Which, Which I'm probably, probably going to chug, chug quite, quite quickly, quickly because that, that, that is very, very easy, very easy drinking, not, not too bitter, bitter. Uh, it's quite, quite dry, so it's, it's going to be drunk, drunk quite quickly. quickly. Um, Adel, how, how is the McKellar? Um, first of all, it's super carbonated. Um, I poured it a while ago, and 
if you can see, look, the head is clearly, um, oh, yeah. you can see, is, uh, like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's stuck to the side of glass. Yeah, well, it's also, I was trying to show you, it's not uniformly, um, going down. There's like peaks and valleys, like it's got actual, um, quite a lot of body in that head. So like, it's, it's not just, you know, a, a bunch of big bubbles slowly falling down. The bubbles are small enough that, um, my couple sips of it's it's kind of like um like a milkshake and sometimes sort of at the top um sort of a milkshake a float that's what I'm thinking of it's kind of like a yeah, float yeah yeah so it has that okay. um sort of rolling hills at the top because of just the different um there's enough in there to 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 keep the parts of it afloat so to speak um, sure it's uh it smells like a wheat beer it's got a slight I can tell all the spices are uh, are there in the uh, in the nose. Mm. It's um, I'm trying to figure. It's I want to say there's a hint of cardamom, but it's mostly coriander. Yeah. yeah. Um, which goes really well because the bitterness is there. Like it's not too bitter because it's still a, a Belgian uh, wheat ale, but um. It's uh yeah the the bitterness is there but the coriander is actually helping calm it down I guess it's it's really well tailored to the bitterness so that you still mm. taste the bitter but it doesn't it's not it yeah it's calmed down so the bitter is there but it's not sort of being like oh wow I'm having a bitter beer it's like oh there's there's bitter there but there's other things going on really sort of twinned with it it's yeah. quite tasty and overall it's um it's actually quite a wet um, mouthfeel. Uh, and uh, and finish. So um, I'm not really. I just noticed I haven't had another sip in a while because I'm just sort of tasting all around there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it ends nice. A, a touch sweet. There's a very little bit of sweet in the finish. Mm. I will say that as you've now described it, I really enjoyed that beer. I thought it was one of the better ones from the uh, from the beer box. Yeah, I'm quite liking it. Hence me mm. having like two sips and and being fine while thinking exactly about the taste and not really needing to to refresh because there's enough going on. Yes, good. Right, feedback. As I've said, we're coming at you with feedback <laughs> from you, if that makes sense. Sort of. Right. Uh, firstly, we had an email from Colin. That's right. And he posed a question to us. Um, he said he was wondering what our favourite ale delivery system is. This isn't Beer 52 or Honest Brew. This is, you know, cask, bottle, can. He says he prefer, he personally prefers cask, but does like bottle. However, he dislikes having it from a can because, in his opinion, right. it makes the ale taste a little metallic-y. Huh. Um, Lucy, what's your yeah. favourite delivery system, and how do you feel about cans... I think before I would have agreed with him that, yes, you did get a slightly metallic taste, but mm. I think canning and, you know, conditioning and canning has just come so far in the last few years that you don't really notice that anymore. I mean, so many brewers have switched up to cans now who used to just, you know, purely use bottles. Like, um, yeah. Like, literally every brewer I can think of, the only one I can think of, the main brewers who still don't use many cans is Siren Craft, and other than them, I can't really think of any. Um, but yeah, the can, it's like, it, it protects it from the light and easier to mm -hmm. store and everything, so I just think 
that's why brewers are moving towards that. But um, yeah, I, I can't disagree with him. Like having it on cask, or if you're lucky enough uh, on draft, I mean, that's always a, probably one two of the best ways to have it or on keg or something. But yeah, I, I'd say that I'm very much like it in cans, even like beers which you wouldn't usually associate having in a can, like a stout or a porter or something like that, then... But yeah, cans, cans are where it's oh. at now. Yep. Nice, nice. Ado, how do you feel? I feel like I have to pause and answer the door because there's a man delivering something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, whilst you're doing that, I suppose I shall let you know. I, I'm kind of starting to prefer can. Yeah. The the you know the more that I drink, as you say, Lucy, it, it seems to have come a long way in a, in the last couple of years, and you do now lack that sort of metallic-y taste. It, it just doesn't seem to come out too much in the beers at all anymore. Um, you know, in this black flag, in the the beers that we've had in previous weeks, you just don't get that metallic taste. And actually, I've had yeah. a couple of beers that have been bottled, which I've had that m- more metallic-y taste from. Mm. I don't know whether it's the you know the the malts that they've used or, or something that they've had during their process that's come over from their fermentation vessels or whatever it's come from that's actually given it that metallic taste rather than, say, necessarily the delivery system itself. But yeah. like you, I definitely prefer beer on, on draft. Um, it's it's just the best way to, to have it. Uh, now you're back, Adol. Yes, from outer space. Yes. With a look upon my face. <laughs> How do you feel? About um, cans and delivery systems in general, as the one you've just had. I was going to say Amazon Prime. No, um, I, I'm. I mean, I grew up uh, not in the world of cask, and so uh, draft beer has always been my preference. Kegged beer, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I still stand by that. Uh, I think you get um, the product is is is. More uniform, it lasts mm. a little longer. So long as you, you know, um, blow the cat, as long as your keg's c- c- hooked into the right air mechanism. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think keg the, probably the best. Um, I never really had a problem with can versus bottle. I'm getting to know cask a little more, and I will say that, I mean. And this isn't just for the benefit of any CARM listeners out there, but I am, you know, I like the idea behind the cask sort of having a shelf life and a difference in taste throughout. Mm. But, I mean, I guess one of the hallmarks of um, craft beer usually is um, you you want the, the sort of the whole product line to be uniform. In the sense of like this is you know you want your McKellar uh, wit to taste like the McKellar wit, and then you'll but you might not make the same thing. Like the uniformity of the recipe matters, and I think the keg is 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 well suited for that. And similarly, the the can as well. I mean, yeah, you're you're sort of saying uniformity per batch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or beer type, yeah. if you yeah. will, rather than um, you know uh, single uh, container sure. or vessel. Sure. Um, I, if I, I like drinking out of the bottle on a, on a, a hot summer's day, if the bottle is nice and cold. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I mean, if I have a cup, I'd rather, it doesn't matter if otherwise I'd prefer a bottle for mostly nostalgia to my undergrad days. Um, 
cans as we know, especially with the technology where it is now, it's more affordable and it keeps longer on the shelves, etc. This is yep. why everyone's going to cans. Mm. Um, so, so that's nice. Um, so yeah, I guess cans cool. and keg. If I had to say for for those reasons, but I'm I'm into them all. I, so the thing is, I like beer delivery systems because <laughs> yeah. they involve yeah. delivering beer systematically <laughs> to me. Yeah, beer wins every time. It does it does? Yeah. Uh, thank you for your email, Colin. We're going to yeah, move on you. to a tweet from Callum. <laughs> Why we've haven't a, you responded a, to my email yet? <laughs> we've got to start. We've got to start off with Colin and Callum first, haven't we? Yeah. Um, Callum tweeted us saying, "Great podcast, guys, and great to hear a little mention of my favourite brewery back home, Tempest Brewing Company." Yeah, which we've had various discussions with Callum on before. He also says, "And fuck yes, I completely agree with Nova underscore forty seven. A new Age of Empires game would be absolutely brilliant." <laughs> what can we say? The boy's got taste. <laughs> he does in beer. Not sure about games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to say. I'm right, essentially. That's well, you to know, be so fair, the only reason I wanted to read that out. Um, not not to acknowledge our, our user who's trying to communicate with us. No, just just for selfish reasons. Um, to be fair, the Age of Empires 2 HD has released in the past year and a half year two new expansions. So has. that could actually come out in E3 is, is another country. Ooh. It would be exciting if they just constantly updated something like Age of Empires 2. Don't don't release a, a you know three. whatever the we, we, no three came out. Um, oh right, four. There I was mean. there was then um, like Age of Empires Live or something odd yeah. like that, which was a slightly different game. Um, but just just keep updating the one Age of Empires likes. 2, the, the the best one essentially. Yeah. Um, Adol, have you got up a couple yep. of other? Reviews that we have had from iTunes. As That's well. right. So we have um, from user David Mark Moody in the UK. Drunken Games Loveliness. Great podcast about video games and booze. Short, sweet, and to the point, adding no extra information than what's on the label. <laughs> but oh, well. <laughs> Uh, oh, and it was five stars. So that's, th- thanks, David. Um, and then we have our other new review is from Will of Riker, also from the UK. Great! Exclamation point. A very enjoyable beer and games chat from some brilliant hosts. That's all we need to hear, isn't it? Yeah, Thanks for the thank feedback, uh, guys. And, and, and for the, those out there, uh, um, the, feel free to add to that yourselves on, a, on your platform of choice if it has reviews. Or just send us a, something to read like, hey, I'd give you five stars, but I don't have any sort of access or I don't use iTunes because fuck that shit. And then we'll be like, yeah, we'll <laughs> totally read all of those words out loud. But also give us, you know, constructive feedback if you have any. Or send uh, in your questions like uh, like Colin did uh, and we will answer them as best we can, I suppose. Not as worst we can because that would be a terrible podcast. So <laughs> we shall move on to E3. Uh, as I said earlier, we've dealt with Sony, we've dealt with Microsoft, and we've dealt with Nintendo. There's a lot of other conferences going on. Uh, well, I say a lot. It does seem to be dwindling mm-hmm. in recent years. Mm. People are pulling out. Other people are jumping in. Um, but the other conferences that are going to be happening is EA. Well, that's not E3, though. 
It, well, is it not? No. Are they, are, are they staying outside or is it part of E3? I believe they're the day before, aren't they? They're yeah. Saturday. They're having their chat. Their thing they've um, been doing for a couple of years now, which is, we're not part yeah. of E3, but mm. we're totally going to be in the same place the day before. Yeah. EA Play, I believe they called it last year. Yeah. Um, we've also yeah. got Bethesda, the PC yes. gaming show, Ubisoft, and I think that's it this year. So... Only a couple of big publishers and a generic PC show. Um, but I'm coming to you first, Lucy. From mm. sort of E3, from everything else, from these guys, what else do you want? Um, for Ubisoft not to embarrass themselves too much. <laughs> no actually, singers. Because <laughs> I actually really like Aisha Tyler. <laughs> she, she, she's a funny woman, but... Ubisoft and the Frenchness. I love the French, but it's, yeah, the humour it just doesn't really sit well with a lot of uh, yeah. audiences. But um, I don't know. I'm not really other than Bethesda. I'm not really interested in Ubisoft or EA. PC gamer show. It depends if they're just going to talk about AMD drives. I, I'm not going to have a clue what's going on. So well, the the PC gamer show has always been an odd one. Um, mm. You know, they they do pepper it with some games, and they bring developers on to chat with them. But it's always like the I, I can never remember the guy who hosts or the guy who hosts it last year at least. It was just awkward, and it's kind of a <laughs> bit more of um, almost like a chat show. He wants right. to sit down with them and have a conversation yeah. with them. You know, it's not someone coming on and presenting something to you necessarily, uh, although they do have that in part. Um, but yeah, I I mean. You don't want Ubisoft to embarrass themselves. I kind of want the the PC gamer show just to be better. <laughs> it is. It a is dignified Adel. show. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what's your sort of your first want from uh, from the rest of E three? Um. Ooh, from the rest of E three, oh, I'm gonna have to say, um, oh. I'd like to see more. I'd like to see more VR, AR, uh, and the PC mm. gaming stuff. I'd like to see more sort of the stuff that's rather than the stuff that's also coming out from con like the stuff that's on consoles. It's also coming out on PCs. Or hey, a new graphics card. I'd like to see the stuff that you know is making the PC gaming um, platform unique. And right now, that's definitely. Yeah. Um, the the VR space and AR and some of the more unique, um, you know, more unique uh, systems going on there. Like like for instance, um, what we saw on the Mac WWDC, um, sorry Apple WWDC yeah. conference yesterday, um, which we'll tell you when we're recording this, um, was they were showing how you know some of the new tools that uh, on Unreal. Um, is releasing is allowing you to actually design your scenes in the VR space itself. So they've got a whole um, setup such that the uh, if you have enough power, you can then enter the VR landscape or, that you are in and uh, you are making and using you know the the Vive controllers um, and the various um, basically. If, I don't know if you've ever seen Tilt Shift, which is mm. the, like the Google 3D Paint thing. Your mm, Vive controllers mm. have different ways of accessing the tools, and they're fairly um, user friendly. So you can 
add different effects, change your colors, all that, um, using just your, your fingers on the Vive controllers. And they've done the nice. similar thing with um, Unreal to the point where they did this little Star Wars scene. And you can throw in full models and there's, you know, behavior of the sh- uh, of, of like the Lambda class shuttle knows how to land. So if you like, – yeah, yeah. You plonk it and drop, drag it down, and then the rest is the engine takes care of. But it's all real time rendered, so you can actually view the thing live rather than usually in this type of thing. You know, you're you're doing using mesh models and then rendering the scene and, and then going back and forth. And that's I think in VR it's super important because it's harder to conceptually think of the perspective involved. Mm-hmm. You know, nice. Uh, what, what I will say is. Um, me and you watched the Apple conference yesterday. That is the best VR demo I've ever seen. You know, <laughs> which, which is literally about a tool set on how to make VR shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like Sony, you know, the HTC Vive. Okay, this ripped. I've not seen a demonstration as good as Apple did yesterday, and it's a bit shocking to be honest because their products have been off market <laughs> for over a year now. So, well, yeah, yeah. Also. Um, but it's also interesting because what's really cool for you is the tools they were showing were how to make VR experiences for everyone else. Yeah. And that's yeah. what showed how cool VR was while people trying to show just the experience didn't manage to sell it. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with how dynamic um, the the tool is and, and how mm. up until now it just has felt very flawed to seeing, oh, yeah, look – here's a screen and you're seeing things. You can't sort of replicate the VR experience on someone's laptop screen in like a preview, but showing the girl in her green screen room. So she could actually be exactly in the same spot. She was in this scene pointing yeah. and, and spawning things showed, Oh, Oh wow. The VR world is super cool. And then them cutting back and forth between mm-hmm. the third camera um, perspective of her, waving her arm around and what she was actually seeing, showing, oh, yeah, she she's literally pointing and spawning a Darth Vader, and then they cut away to show Darth Vader and her at the same time. It's like, yeah, that's that is nice. how you direct. I mean, and that's the thing. It was clearly well-directed. It's um, Apple, isn't it? They know how to market everything. Yeah, that's but it's like, that's how you is. need to show <laughs> these things, is you need to bounce back between the first and third person because – the person watching it is in that third person view, but you want it, but it's a first person experience and you have to show both sides. And then you're right. I think yeah. no one's done a really good job of that. Nice man. Nice. Um, a good first round of wants. Lucy and I basically just want it to be better. Adol, <laughs> straight in with the detail. I like it. Um, I know Adol, you've got a lot of your beer left, so I'm going to crack mine open and we'll do another round of wants whilst you're finishing yours off because I'm going for, a nice large 440 mil can from Verdant Brewing Company. This is maybe one more PSI, a double IPA, uh, sticking with the Cornish theme that I'd started, which had started with a Ubisoft theme, you know, rolling with it, I suppose. Um, (laughs) This is a beer that I've seen from these guys for a few weeks, I suppose, in the bottle shop. Um, But just not one that I've ever picked out i mean verdant normally do um 330 mil cans or at least they did and i've noticed they have they seem to have switched up to 440 mil oh nice you're seeing a lot more of those um like the the beer adel and i had um sharks need water or yeah. something similar to that was uh, 440 as well no lucy you um you've got a few verdants 
Yes. You have got a Verdant as your second <laughs> beer, but it's a 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gutted. I want your 4.40 now. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you drinking? Um, it is called Headband. Yes, I'm sure it's Headband. Yes, not Headhand. I can't read cursive that well. So Head... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had um, two Verdants. I had a uh, light bulb, which I really like. Mm. Um, and another one I've had... Uh, what's it called? It's something to do with a trumpet. I oh, played um, the, I, the, 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 it's one that Adel and I had a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. I played trumpet on that tune. Yeah, yeah. that one. I yeah. really, 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 really like that one. It's probably mm. one of, you know, there is some of my favourite beers at the moment. So, yeah, but um, Headband, I've never tried that before. So, uh, free for email, 5.5%. It's a pale ale. And nice. I'll just read what it says on the back of the can. It says glowing orange colour. Uh, a beautiful, balanced beer where the pale, crystal, and Munich malts really help amplify the hoppy, juicy qualities. Layer of flavour, tropical fruit, citrus fruit, stinky cheese, okay. Caramel, all working together. Bitter and sweet, lush. Yeah, crack that open. Nice, nice. I forgot Verdant do a little bit of flavour text. Whilst you pour yours, I shall um, to read what these guys have said about the, uh, maybe one more PSI. Think of berries. Think of stone fruit. Think of pine needles. Think of a 1970s squash club changing room. Sweaty. <laughs> That's mosaic. Maybe one more PSI. Sorry. Maybe one more PSI. Is a single hop Vermont style showcase. If you don't like mosaic hops, then you won't like this beer. Oh, it's got mosaic hops. I love Fair mosaic enough. Hops. Tells you straight away, which is good. I love mosaic hops. It's because they. Who doesn't like mosaic hops? Like, who does? I mean, go home if this, you don't. You do get that berry straight off. It's very sweet smell. Mm. It's almost like a jam kind of uh, a smell, rather than sort of you know berries, like a crushed berry smell. More of the juice than the um, than the berry itself, and that's that's a very that's a really lovely smell. Mm. And. Yeah, it's it's just it's pure mosaics. Uh, I'm jealous now. I haven't even that tasted mine yet. <laughs> <laughs> and just to rub it in, remember it's 440 mils of pure mosaic. Mm, mm. Oh, that's so smooth, so smooth. Like we're talking like that. Rob Ta- Thomas and Santana levels of. We are. That is exactly <laughs> what I thought of when I first. <laughs> I mean, it's it's smooth. It's got that lovely sweetness to it. There's almost no bitterness there. It's a tiny, tiny bit, but it's not much at all. And it's it's another really dry beer, so it's just so quick to uh, to, to drink through. It's a really nice uh, amber color, really similar color actually to the Equino IPA from Black Flag. Yeah. Um, both just as hazy as each other, almost uh, sort of a, a little bronzy to the to the amber, slightly darker amber. I was just say it's a little a red from, from what I can see on the webcams from the screen. Yeah, yes. but I don't it, know. If yeah, that's... like yeah, I mean, it, it's not quite as red. It's uh, it's got a little more brown to it, I suppose, okay. a little more orange to it than uh, than you're sort of getting across. But it's a yeah, it's a lovely sort of dark amber color. Um, how's yours taste, Lucy? Uh, uh, in terms of the rye, you get grapefruit, um, just like uh, the fruit loop that I had before. Um, lots of citrus notes. I'm guessing it 
probably has citra hops in it. Um, mm. It's uh, in terms of the flavour, it's not flat, but you know, it's, it's not it's not too carbonated. It's not too very hoppy. It's got a little bit of hops, um, not too much, but yeah, it's really smooth. Um, lots of fruit in the in the flavour. Nice. Um, medium body. It's not too heavy. It's more on the light side actually as well. Um, yeah, it's really nice. I love it. I love verdant uh, beers, and yeah, it's got got that smoothness as well. So, mm, mm. yeah, really they, nice. They are beer. making some. Yeah, they're making some really good beers at the mm. moment. Um, they do seem to be a very well established, I suppose, emerging brewery who yeah. have, have, have banged out the beers. They've just suddenly come out of nowhere, and they've yeah. got something like twelve different beers already in the in the bottle shops. And I haven't tasted yeah. a bad one yet. So no, no. Mm. I know Adel and I thought that the um, the, the sharks was a little bit too sort of fruit juicy, yeah. almost. But it was that big kind of like tropical fruit bomb type beer. Um, it just didn't have quite no, as an, enough beer taste, if I recall yes. correctly. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Um, we'll jump to you, Adel, because I see you um, you finish your wit. Yeah, I mean it was. It, I was struggling. Um, I appreciate you letting me um, linger on it because I was enjoying it so much rather than throwing it back just because, you know, oh, I got a pod. Um, I was actually going to just put it aside when it's my turn, and then it turns out I was enjoying it enough that I finished it anyway. Um, <laughs> it's, it's another McKellar. This time it's Stick in the Ear, which every time I read it, I want to say Stick in the Rear. <laughs> um, and it is a West Coast IPA. Sorry, West Coast style IPA. Yes, mm, um, I mm. do enjoy how how they have a bunch of different IPAs, but they like saying style in them rather than just blah because they are from Denmark, and so <laughs> their West Coast is probably not the West Coast in which they are referring. <laughs> Plus, they do just like make. They, they they copy like the sort of style, but then they just make it even better and just add so much to it as well. well, well I'm, I'm getting um, some tropical fruit and um, and a little bit of, uh, um, of like that that skunkiness of uh, of hops right off the pour, like the nose yeah. of the pour. Um, it's I didn't do the best job of pouring, so I've got about two fingers of head, but it's all really big bubbles. Unlike the previous beer, I suspect it'll all disappear within, uh, you know, uh, 30 seconds or so. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, the nose is exactly what I got, felt off, off, off of just, just what was wafting up. You've got a definite skunkiness. It's not like in your face, but it's the, it's the foundation of the nose. And then you've got a few sort of... Um, passion fruity tropical sweetness notes coming off there as well hmm. um there are no um extra bits except for a weird cartoon man yelling with a stick in his ear but i will say that it is something abv 6.5 percent abv um okay and the uh not just another wit was 7.6 mm. um which is quite strong for a belgian uh with beer, oh, with beer is usually not that sort of in your face. Um, yeah, I, I, I do remember a little more as, as sort of uh, as the podcast has gone on about the wits that, that initially you, I felt at least that you could taste the alcohol a little bit. It did have that sort of 
twinge of booze sort of undercutting the the, the flavour. Yeah, I think that's that's fair, and I think I, I sort of described it as a bit of a bit of um, sort of a sharp bitterness. But I think you're right mm. that that in that same realm is is where the alcohol taste lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, as predicted, I'm already down to about a finger. Um. Oh, that's dry. That's yeah. much drier than the um, wit. Um, I probably still have a little bit of its taste in there, so I might say something different later. But it basically is a more bitter version of its nose. Mm. Um, so nice. with the stronger bitterness, um, I'm losing more of the sweet notes. They're still there, but they're not nearly as strong, um, which mm. sort of makes the more skunky bitterness a little more of the taste of the beer. Which is exactly what a West Coast IPA is, really. I mean, it's a t- t- but it's quite tasty, um, and I, I do enjoy how strong the nose is even now. Like as I bring it up to take a sip, that those same that same strength of nose hits me before I sip, which is really nice to, when, to shape the taste of a beer when when you're already hitting tasting its main notes in your nose before you even actually it hits your lips, even though it mm. was mm. poured about a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'll leave it at that for now. Um, cool. I might say something later as the uh, other beer sort of leaves my palate. Excellent. Um, we'll come back to you, Lucy. More hmm. E3 shenanigans. Oh, God, right. I want more shenanigans. That's my number one. one. <laughs> Fuck the R. I want to yes. see nonsense. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, oh. but that's always a joy, to be honest. Just, yeah, just the cringiness. <laughs> <laughs> what um, so so? What else would you like, or what do you predict? Any big predictions from the other conferences? Mm. Okay, um, want Splinter Cell, new Splinter Cell Come Ooh, on Ubisoft. Nice. Oh, Please God. just give it to me. Yeah, it's been too long. When was um, what's it called? Was it Blacklist? Yes. Yeah, Bla- yeah. Bla- yeah. Is that two thousand thirteen? It's been a while. It has. It's, it's got been, been a while. It's got to been almost five years. Yeah. So uh, obviously it wouldn't come out this year. I'm guessing this year is mainly dedicated to Need for Speed, which is coming out in November. Yep. I think. No, that's EA, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. The crew. Sorry, the crew, which I imagine might come out this year, might come out next. Um, I mean, like cr- Far Cry's coming out next. Crew two. And yeah, the crew two. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Because. Uh, we needed a crew too. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I kind of like the crew. Um, it, it, what I wanted to do was just turn off all the multiplayer crap and the story <laughs> crap and just dr- just drive across America and that was it. But I just never got yeah, around to it. What Lucy wants is because the story got in the way. American Truck Simulator <laughs> swap, except instead of a truck, an actual fast car, a sports car, yeah, yeah. American yeah. Car yeah. Simulator. Yeah. I mean, that was the that was almost the problem with uh, Need for Speed: The Run. You know, it was that whole. Oh, drive I, actually, I actually, America. I actually really liked Need so, for Speed. Yeah, the Run. it was. It was I enjoyed it, but yeah. I don't think it needed that story. No, oh, I mean, no that's basically no, all the Need for Speeds for a long time. I kind of like the story of Most Wanted, and when I say Most Wanted, I mean Most Wanted two thousand four or three or whatever. Not Most Wanted twenty thirteen. Yeah. 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 The recent one. Yep. Yeah. Which, come on, really? You, I know it's years old as an issue, but you couldn't come up with another subtitle for your car racing 
fucking franchise that you had to go. I don't know. I don't most wanted again. Yeah, yeah, sh- <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, you know, the the crew was taken, wasn't it? Need for Speed, the crew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think work, it so. should have been fucking Need for Speed Burnout. <laughs> 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 oh. Ooh, oh, burnout! Oh. I fucking love burnout, and uh, I understand that the a couple of the ex burnout developers who made a golf game using that crash mechanic, mm. uh, which came out Dangerous last year, golf, yes. are currently making a uh, another it's driving game. It's out. Um, and it, yeah. Is it? It's out. I can't, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dangerous danger zone. Yeah, might be danger zone. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm sure that's out. Or, or well, people being covering it, it hasn't really. No, I think it's very, very it close. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to just see. Yeah. Oh well, is it almost out? Fuck! If it is, I'm sure. I'm sure it's out. Danger zone. I'm, 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 I'm just going to play that. <laughs> but it's not. It's not got. <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. Sorry, I, I'm just going to interrupt because. When you first said Danger Zone, I was going to start singing the Danger Zone song, and then I stupidly <laughs> went, like, oh, I'll look it up. I just Googled Danger Zone, and so, of course, I get the yeah, Kim Loggins of Bebo fucking channel right away. <laughs> it's Danger yeah, Zone. Top Gun instantly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Speaking of which, Top Gun 2 is coming out. <laughs> we'll leave that to Daffod to, uh, to yeah. discuss. Um, God. Th- yes, yeah, so we, we, we pulled away from you, Lucy. Um, oh, no, Spencer, I like the tangent that we went on, because, yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, new Splinter Cell, please, Ubisoft. A little, little bit more Sam Fisher. Yes, we all need a bit more Sam Fisher in our lives. And make it a good one, and don't focus on, like, multiplayer, or, <laughs> or like, Division, or how they butchered Ghost Recon. So what you're saying is, so, yeah, yeah. Don't, just, just, just don't. Make, make it an, uh, when Tom Clancy owned his own name Tom Clancy game, versus yeah. when they bought Tom Clancy's fucking name off of him Tom Clancy game. Yeah, I want a sweet six hour, six or seven hour single player Splinter Cell campaign. And nice. That's um, it. nice. That'd yeah. be quality. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Um, the uh, just a production note. Um, this is the company you were talking about was Three Fields Entertainment. They yeah, made okay. the game Dangerous Golf. They made Danger yep. Zone and something called Lethal VR, which I don't know about. But Danger Zone will be available for digital download on the PS4 and PC by the Steam Store on May thirtieth, twenty seventeen. So it's been out for a minute. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I think I think, I think people were like. That people liked Crash Mode as, you know, an subsidiary to a whole game, whereas mm. this is just simply just Crash Mode, and it, it's a bit bare bones. But it, it, I think it's like you know, budget price like fifteen quid or something like that. So Quality. can't really well, complain. I might pick that. Up. I know what I'm doing for the rest of the night. <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, uh, and just because I mentioned it, Lethal VR, I actually know a bit about the game because I, I qu- quickly um, checked it. And it's it's a PSVR, Steam VR, or Vive VR um, game that is like um, you're an FBI recruit and you basically you are going through training sims, which is yeah. really mm. smart because then you don't need the detail of real people enemies, just the detail and like the guns and weapons, and then you're shooting at targets and stuff. Nice. Yeah. So it, it could almost be like... Metal Gear Solid, the VR missions. Yeah. Which still yeah, hasn't come yeah. out on VR. 
and probably never will. Uh, <laughs> it, it will be. It might come out on a VR headset, but only in arcades with a giant handle yeah. next to it that you pull down and with some reels on, uh, <laughs> to just to really enhance that pachinko machine feel. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I think is a is a a fantastic <laughs> sort of pick, um, but I know that or I've heard that Bethesda have got an unannounced AAA game that they're going to reveal. Freemium, apparently. Sorry. Apparently, it's a freemium game. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the news broke yesterday. That is. I, I think Bethesda might have announced that they're working on a freemium game. It might be different. It might be something like they've got Fallout Shelter 2 or something like that, and that's mm. a AAA freemium game, and they've got a just a regular AAA We Want £60 game. So I'm not sure yeah, if they're different, yeah. but... Well, I was, yeah. was going to ask, what would you like from a Bethesda AAA game? Do you want another... Um, do you want a new IP, or do you want... Uh, you know, an iteration of something like um, Wolfenstein 2 or, you know, yeah. Doom 2 sort of thing. I, uh, I, think, I, I think Wolfenstein New Colossus, that was, mm. is it New Colossus? I don't know, something like that. Something yeah, Colossus. New Colossus which, yeah. was, which was teased in something else, wasn't it, last year at E3? Yeah, just um, that, as the, I think as the um, conference opened, it was just like, um, text and it was like uh, yes. we're going to announce this doom or something like this you know and it just said Wolfenstein New Colossus and it didn't it didn't show up last year so we're assuming it's going to come out this year um, well not maybe not come out but be announced this year I want Wolfenstein um, new IP I, I always like seeing well I guess Prey wasn't new IP and neither is Doom but you know like just something fresh. Yeah, not stale you know? IP. Yep. I'll, I'll settle for not stale yeah. IP if you can't figure out how, sure. how to make a new thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I actually know a little bit. Um, oh, scoop. Um, scoop. So uh, the the buzz, the big rumor mill on Bethesda is um, that uh, it's going to be um, Starfield is the new IP, which is an open world game, possibly set in... Um, the Fallout 4 universe, but it's an open world um, sci-fi game. Fallout, it's either, so the rumor mills either um, that it's in the Fallout <laughs> universe or um, just Fallout 4-esque. And apparently... So, so, hold on, so nuclear war happened, yet we still managed to go to space. Yeah, probably so, have, so, like, so these are the two... Aliens, mate. They bought the technology. Oh, right, okay. So yeah. th- these are the two different versions of the rumor. One that it's like Fallout f- um, in-, in gameplay, and the other that it's in the Fallout Verniverse universe. Um, but apparently, uh, so one of... One, the rumor mill says that uh, it's in the far future of the Fallout universe, which... It's fucking lazy then. Just make it a new universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but apparently uh, it's going to have multiple ra- uh, races, um, anywhere between five and ten, according to the rumors, and space travel and a hub world and uh, and randomly generated um, game worlds. So, like, planets, I assume, such that... So it's kind of... It's, it's sci-fi Elder Scrolls. 
um, which is leaning a little bit towards sort of Mass Effect type. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it seems like with the procedural generated stuff, it might be sci-fi, Elder Scrolls, and sort of Minecraft-esque in the sense of unique experiences. <laughs> Weird. Um, it, it, but again... I'm going to just, just throw in yeah. some more game names. <laughs> yeah. just, um, oh, like we also... You, Spyro uh, the Dragon as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, um, the, you have to go through the danger zone at the hub world. and um, <laughs> Beats on the ground. Um, the other, the other yeah. thing is that... Um, um, they're all. They're going to. Uh, they're going to announce. Uh, <laughs> I was holding it in, but Ben's reaction just nope. Me, yeah. Oh dear. Uh, uh, Fallout oh, VR is going to be announced. Is the big rumor, and that'll be probably right. for, for for the Vive. Games. What all that in VR? Sorry. Oh, that that game in free in VR. Fallout VR. 4, yeah. Oh, I oh, Fallout Four. I thought four, you meant this. Uh, oh, I thought you meant this freemium game. Not, not, not no. the game of all games. No, no, no. no, 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 no Starcraft <laughs> Zone. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's the rumor mill. And uh, to be honest, I, I like what Bethesda does. I, I, I'm down for yeah, a really newish do, yeah. IP from them. Yeah, I'm gonna buy into that. Yeah, it'd be interesting because they've done really well at buying up the older IPs and sort of turning them around and creating something, as you guys say, something fresh. Yeah. Uh, you know, New Doom, New Wolfenstein, Prey Reboot, you know, banging out these slightly older franchises. So it'd be interesting to see sort of the next old franchise that maybe they modernise slightly. Yeah. Um, rather yeah. than it being a completely new new IP. So, yeah. Do, do they own Brink? Does bring? anyone give two shits? <laughs> didn't, no. that, didn't that re-release? I, re-release? I like, what do you, didn't it come out as what, some what? kind of up version? You what want to like Bulletstorm? Oh, Bulletstorm. Yeah. I was just about to say, what was what was Jim Sterling talking about a few weeks ago? It was Bulletstorm, yes, that's right. Oh, yeah, that was, Brink. We, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brink, Brink was a weird. multiplayer something, <laughs> right? Mm. For what, FPS? What? It was sort of a pre- it, precursor that, to Destiny, yeah. wasn't it, Brink? Yeah, dude, Bethesda own that, I don't even know. I don't it, know. It, it's a property that's Brink-like that they still own, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Don't bring. I was going to say. Let's (laughs) let's let's have one. uh, Let's have one more uh, uh, prediction, Adol. Let's let's come to you, man, for one one final prediction for Ethy. 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 E three. What? (laughs) 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 I couldn't resist. Um, I, I had to reset my. Fucking! I don't. I, I, I I've now thrown off by the actual rumor mill that I was reading out loud. Um, so EA is going to be sports. They're going to say something about how if there's a Switch version, it's not going to be on the Frostbite engine because that's not going to be runnable. Um, I don't really give much thought to EA. Um, that mm. way, mm. Uh, Ubisoft. We know we're going to announce three games, right? Are they? Or they've already announced three games, so I'm sure they're... Oh, All right, so... Yeah. They'll yeah. give us yeah. stuff. Um, who am I missing? 
PC. Yeah, yeah I already show. talked about Battle- they should be VR and, and, and yeah. less yeah. pokey. Battleground is probably... Oh, right, EA, that's right, too. that's the thing. I knew there was a reason I was thinking EA. Uh, I'd like to see more info on Battlefront 2. 2. Okay. Oh, yeah, Battle we'll see that Yeah. Battlefront 2-2. Yeah. I'm guessing we're going to get a large chunk of EA. Yeah. It's yeah. probably going to be like half an hour, isn't it? It's going to be the whole game, gonna... whole single player. Hmm. And then uh, um, I think we'll probably see it again. Uh, if Battlefront 2 is good, that might be the evolution of what I'd like to be sort of take up my Battlefield one time as that sort of stops mm. being super developed. Um, mm. And it sounds like it's becoming much more like Battlefront 2 was. Where I mean Battlefront 2 1. Not the, the original yeah. Battlefront 2, yes, yes. OG Battlefront 2 yeah. versus New G. Nice. Yeah, so um, that's the one thing I'm interested in EA for and not Need for Speed the crew or whatever it is. Yeah, EA is going to be an interesting one because they've lost uh, Peter Moore, yeah. who has gone off to be a CEO for some football club. Yeah, it, Liverpool. It was it's Liverpool. His, yeah, it's his... No, let's just not talk about Peter Moore's fucking name ever again. It's isn't it? Yeah, but he was the only one with energy at EA, so it's like... He what, was, he was, and it's, it, it yeah. is a shame that, um, that he won't be sort of at the conference. And yeah. Last what, was, year, it, was, they, it, was it EA who said something like it's contractually exciting or something like that? Who said that? <laughs> One of them said that. It's like, it's contractually exciting. It's like, oh dear. What? Well, it's, it's odd because they, they touted, um, well, they wheeled out Mourinho, didn't they, last year mm. on stage for a really fucking awkward exchange. Yeah, it's Klopp uh, this uh, time. Well, I, I wonder whether fucking. Ronaldo will be weird nah, because he's got uh, better stuff to do. He, he's touted, well, he's touted as the um, as the the sort of uh, front cover star. It's going to be FIFA, isn't he? a FaceTime, a pre-recorded <laughs> FaceTime of him just saying thanks, guys, and then just yeah. it just cuts to black and Messi's and then just a tantrum. It, it just yeah. pans to that awful statue of him yeah. in the middle of the stage. <laughs> the Nile <Niall> Quinn statue. <laughs> Nile Quinn's going to be there. Oh. And everyone's going to be like, who the hell is this? Everyone who's like under 17 years old going to be like, who the hell is oh, this guy? Yeah. I, I, well, they this bang guy loves Ian Swan. Dowie or someone. Yeah. And just say, oh yeah, classic classic managers now available. Yeah. Like, who's, this, 18. who's this guy who loves Sunderland and Man City and went shut up about them? It's like... Snarkwind. <laughs> anyway. Oh dear. Oh. Um, so yeah, 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 it's going to be boring. Yeah. Then, yeah, um, yeah. No, uh, they do have a, a, a very highly rumored um, new Star Wars. Plants game. versus Zombies Three. <laughs> there is a new Star Wars IP that they've been talking about for a while. I the Amy Hennig one. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think but, they're going to announce it this time around. No, because it would just overshadow Battlefront at that yeah, point, wouldn't and it? That's why it, one yeah. of the reasons I don't think they're going to announce it. Um, so agreed, agreed. But it they, would be nice. So if I had a want, I'd want to hear more about that because why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean that was my that was my want for the last E3 to hear yeah. a little bit more about that game. It's just going to uh, be a devlog. Like we we did some textures on this tree, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, they're so bad those videos. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it would be nice if they you know did their section on Battlefront two. You know whether it's sort of like a, a you know more gameplay. They chat a little bit more about the single player stuff, and then just have some kind of you know thirty second teaser 
of that game yeah. mm. with a date and just fucking knock everyone's heads off yeah. and not show anything more about that because we're so inundated with information now and everyone wants you to know about that game before it's released so you're there on day one to pick it up, you know, whether it's through trailers, whether it's through giving it to YouTubers. Right. <clears throat> loads of different ways of being able to promote your game before it's released. But EA are big enough. Star Wars is the one of the biggest franchises to ever exist. Isn't it? Yeah. They could show you 30 seconds, show you a date, and people would go fucking ballistic. <laughs> and that would ultimately... And just close the show on that. Just be done. And no other conference even matters. They come out first... They blow you away in the last 30 seconds, drop the mic, and just leave. <laughs> for no one to even bother with the rest of E3. That's it. Done. E3 never happens ever To be again. honest, given that they're before E3, technically, that's what I would want to... Like, if I was EA, I'd be like, let's save it up for a couple of years. Everyone considers mm, us a mm. fake, not part of E3. But let's make our conference the entire news... Such that no yeah. one wants to talk about anything else, and E three hasn't even fucking started. Yeah, exactly. but then I remember exactly. it's EA, so that's never gonna happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but uh, as Ben said, all they need to do is show like give the title Star Wars, whatever that is, yeah. and yeah. the year. They don't even have. To, I bet they'd give the date exactly. this early just exactly. the, Yeah, it's like I I don't care about the Star Wars movies that much, but it's been so long since I actually played a Star Wars game that was actually good. So, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'll play Battlefront and Amy Henning's game on EA Access, definitely. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, going to buy them. Nice. <laughs> uh, before we finish um, our, our talks, I, I, today was also the Pokemon Direct presentation, uh, which basically said that the Switch is going to get... A version of Pokemon tournament or Pokemon tournament or whatever. Oh, Poke Pokemon tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wasn't that going to be released in, on the Wii U? It, it, it was didn't come out. It, it did. It did. <laughs> it, it did, did come out. Yeah, it doesn't just, matter either. Nobody, nobody, nobody noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just nobody noticed. But P- Pokemon tournament DX. It's just a port of. Okay, but the um, Wii U game. but that was yeah. the only real information um, that the Switch got on that, and I think it. Yeah. Given what we said last week, I just wanted to uh, to sort of put a pin in this that um, I don't think we're getting any surprises from Nintendo, especially with um, they also they also put more news out last week as well, and I think of all of the presentations, that's the one that you could probably skip. Yeah, as well. Yeah, I think they finished. They closed the show. Um, I thought they were on Tuesday morning. Isn't that the last one? Yeah, Uh, which yeah, oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. getting my dates crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they've got a day to themselves. They can have their conference. They can then do a load of treehouse stuff to fully explain the few, you know, the Zelda DLC, Smash Bros. Uh, Switch Deluxe or whatever they're, they're going to call that, uh, and it's going to be sort of pretty rote from from those guys. But, but um, the thing is, is that I'm just going to show Mario, and it's just like everyone's going to talk about that anyway. So it's like well, everything yeah, the four yeah. days prior might as well not even bother happen. Yeah. So, I'm hoping to get some more hands-on information on Splatoon two 
uh, and, and yeah, arms. I mean, I, I forgot to, to, for two weekends in a row, I forgot to actually show up to the <laughs> uh, to the arms base. Yeah, to be honest, fire. you're probably better off not doing it. So, than, you know. <laughs> well, I was never really interested in it from what I saw. I was like, I, I was, and you wouldn't be interested if you yeah, played it. I was so interested in, in like, oh wow, a new IP that looks in, like looks like like mm. actually new and interesting in that sense, but I just didn't care enough about what I saw to try it. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, I don't know anyone who would buy that game. Not, not as an insult to it, it, it looks really, it, it looks good, it's polished, it's, it's fun out aesthetic as you said, but I don't, I don't know anyone who would actually buy it. Yeah, I don't think you, yeah. the people you yeah. know are the demographic they're looking for though. To that is honest. very true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, good, good. Let's finish there for this week. Um, Adol, out of the two beers that you had, which one did you prefer? Um, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that I prefer the same one that you said, which is gonna be the, the, fuck, I forgot its name. Not just another wit. Yep. Um, <laughs> it, it was fantastic. Um, yeah, it's a good it's, beer. It's a really good beer. I really enjoy the spices that they point out aren't at the forefront. But they're present throughout, and and they're definitely there um, with very little attention paid. But it's not like, oh yeah, this has got some some spices in it. It just sort of is like, wow, the spices are just so well integrated uh, into the the taste that it's not like, yeah, you know, you don't get the spice beat, then the beer beat, you know, then the and then the the finish or whatever. You're just getting the whole taste curve with the beery spiciness, and I really enjoyed that. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, Good. yeah, the West Coast IP or West Coast style IPA, the stick a stick in the rear, um, is tasty, um, but it just it pale ales in comparison. <laughs> nice, nice, uh, <laughs> Lucy. Mm. Which out of the two did you prefer? This has been a very tough week for me, which may surprise you as I love Verdant. Um, oh. The headband, it's, it's, it's one of those, you know, those, those popular beers, hazy, IPA, bitter on the back, fruit, very fruity aroma and taste on the front. Um, and the fruit loop, what I was going to do was, I was originally going to mark it down because it says that it's a mango cream ale and I was thinking it's going to be like, um, this mango lassie beer that I had, um, limited mm. edition. Um, a few months back, and I thought it'd be like that, but it's not really much mango. It's very much grapefruit, but yeah, I'm actually going to give it to the Fruit Loop over the Verdant okay. purely purely because like it, it's a lot of grapefruit. You don't really have the mango, but um, it it's it, it's it tastes a bit like a saison. You got the sourness at the front, mm. and um, it's it's got the it's got a prickliness to it as well, and it's. Drinking over time over the last hour that we've been speaking, um, I've wanted to go back to the Fruit Loop more just because it's nice. yeah. a bit more refreshing. And yeah, I'm going to give it to the Fruit Loop from the London Beer Factory. Nice, so, yeah. cool, cool. Nice, nice new brewery to um, yeah oh, come out with. Good. By the way, um, I did look them up. They've been brewing since 2014. Two brothers opened okay. it, and they oh, okay. they brew a new beer every month. Apparently, so yeah, I don't wow. know. If this is part of their core range or one of their monthly ones, so yeah, mm, research nice, that if nice. you'd like to know. 
I suppose with none of us being in London, we uh, no, yeah. we miss a few of the slightly smaller London yeah. breweries who don't distribute quite so uh, quite so nationally as the as the other ones do. Um, I'm going to go opposite to Lucy, and I'm going to go with the Verdant this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had two beers which were which were single hop beers essentially. Yeah. There may be one more PSI being the Mosaic, and the Black Flag being the Equinot IPA. Um, I mean, there's just more flavour. There's yeah. just more going on with Mosaic hops than there is with the Equinot. The Equinot was a little more watery, didn't have quite as much flavour. Right. Um, and the, the Verdant One More PSI is just a big, berry, fruity, flavoured beer. Would you say that it's uh, very good? I would say very good, yes. That's exactly what I would say. Good. Thank you for finishing on that note. Uh, we have been tanked up. You can get us on Twitter at tanked up underscore cast. You can get myself at Nova underscore 47. Adler's at the Omniarch. Lucy is beerresistible underscore or at Indie Marathon. You can email us, as Colin did, tankedupcast at gmail.com. You can go, as Callum did, on the Twitter as I've already mentioned. You can also go to our Facebook page. You can go to our YouTube page. You can go to outoflives.net to look at articles, other podcasts, all sorts of things. And, of course... You- yeah, sorry. I, I, I'll cut this part out. Um, <laughs> um, and, of course, um, as our friends Will of Riker and David did, uh, feel free to... Um, Review us on your podcast platform of choice. That helps us reach more people. But more importantly, if you have a friend who likes beer or a friend who likes video games or a friend who likes both, um, tell them about us. We'd love to yeah. uh, to touch their ears as well. It's definitely, I think, the best way for us to grow as a podcast and as a community of people who like both games and beer. Mm-hmm. Who don't talk to each other? So oh, also, um, yeah. we both be resistible and uh, tanked up are on Untapped. Oh, so yes. follow yeah. our recommendations there. He says, remembering a thing. <laughs> nice. Although beer resistible isn't quite beer resistible, it's just you, isn't it, Lucy? Yeah, it's just juicy loose. <laughs> oh, I, for some yeah. reason, but, I but you had but, your own um, account there. Sorry. No, it's all right because if you follow me on Twitter, it's in the description there. You just linked to my untapped page but yeah i know callum added uh, me recently so yeah i'd love to hear what everyone else is drinking just to nice. discover new beers and talk to them and, and i'm actually going to throw another thing out for our listeners out there um if you have a, have had a beer that you really liked that you think we should try or just let us know about yeah please contact us i mean we'd really like to hear about good beers that we might not happen to stumble upon yeah definitely Good shout, good shout. A nice thing to finish on. So, for another week, I'm definitely feeling it this week. That 8% beer has kicked in. (laughs) Good stuff. Yes, we have been tanked up. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Ciao. And you can see me, yeah? Nope. It's still thinking. Um, nope. I'm guessing my computer's taking an absolute age to, um, 
start up all of its background ah. functions, and uh, the camera is one of those that it just doesn't want to do. Of course. Whether it's going to re- realize he left is another question. It doesn't. I can still hear you. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to hang up on you? It's not video at all. Just a picture of me. You need to work on your ventriloquism, sir. Yeah, it's not very good, is it? No. Right. Let's fucking start.